Welcome to How Do You Write? I'm your host, Rachel Heron. On this podcast, I talk to authors about how they write, what their process is, and how their lives fit together. I'll keep each episode short so you can get back to writing. Well, hello, writers. Welcome to episode number 351 of How Do You Write? I'm Rachel Heron. I'm so excited today to bring you this show, which is kind of a special bonus show. You may have already heard it, honestly. If um, you were a fan of the Writer's Well podcast back in the day, if you still had that on your feed, you may have seen pop up a week or two ago, a new episode. I meant to push this out then, but I forgot. It's been a very busy couple of weeks. Uh, So that is happening today. I'm catching up with my friend Jay Thorne, and I could not be happier to hang out with somebody, you know, that I love this guy. And we talk about what is going on with us, what is new. It just felt so good to reconnect with him. So I hope that you enjoy this show with the always fabulous Jay Thorne. That is going to be coming up. Um, What has been going on around here? Well, it has just been so busy. Lala and I were talking the other day and we realized that since November, it is now March as I record this, Since November, we have trained for and then walked an epic, great, well, it's called one of the great walks, five-day walk, hike. We were approved for a loan. We shopped for, bought a house, suddenly packed, gave up our old apartment, moved, unpacked, had our first house guest for 10 days, had a party, got a puppy. And in the meantime, I've been managing some health stuff, some migraines, some um, just some other stuff that hasn't been that fun. We have, it's been so busy that both Lala and I are just looking forward to perhaps a little bit of um, boredom. I don't think you can be bored around a puppy, honestly. And little Professor Junebug is absolutely a delight. She's also a ball of electricity. And I hope that she doesn't chew any electricity. God forbid. But she just, she's teething. She's five months. She's teething again, or for the first time. I don't know. She doesn't have very many teeth in her head (laughs) or very many brains. Those are coming hopefully. And she's just such a love and it is so, so, so fun to be around her. So that has been great. I also went away for that retreat that I told you about. I was gone for four nights, which was exactly right because on the, on the fourth night, I had that, I wish I could be home now feeling, which is exactly where I want to get. And the whole time I was there, um, I was in a very cluttered Airbnb. You have never seen an Airbnb cluttered like this with crystals and candles and shells. And there were many, it was a very small place, but there were very many tables and every single table was covered with bowls holding things or jars holding things to the point where there was not a place to put my coffee mug. There was no table to eat at. There was just a sofa and many tables. I had to stack bowls upon bowls in order to put a coffee cup down. And honestly, it stressed me out a little bit. And it it also um, had so many smells and I'm quite sensitive to smell. And I, I suspect that is because it was a very, very damp place. It was literally on the ocean. It was incredible. The waves were so loud and it's New Zealand. So it's all single pane. And you know, I'm writing in my journal. And by the second day, my journal, which I had been leaving on the table and I use 
uh, a fountain pen. And on the second day, the page just started soaking up all the ink and my letters started to bleed because the paper was so wet just by sitting on the table inside the Airbnb. So I think that the, maybe all the smells of the candles and the, all of the incense, so much incense. Um, it, it definitely made me feel like I was going to have a massage in 10 minutes. Like it was, it was very spa scented. Um, but it was wonderful. It was still wonderful. I brought way too much food to eat. Like I always do. I was only there for four nights, but I brought an entire, um, chicken and Gouda pie which would probably serve me for four nights. And I brought an entire chicken and roasted veg- uh, root vegetables that then I roasted. And then I realized, well, I'm not here for eight days. I'm here for four days. So I had lots of food. I never left. I never moved the car. I just walked on the beach. I read, I think four books. Um, and I wrote in my journal a ton. I ideated, I thought about things. I, um, I read Tara McMullen's What Works which was a really fabulous way of looking at goals from a neuroatypical way. I very much enjoyed it um, a lot. I took away a great deal from that. And I actually will be sharing um, my notes from that book with the Patreon uh, patrons who are at that level to get my nonfiction book reading notes. So that'll be coming. And I wrote a, I, I read a couple of novels. I read uh, Book Lovers by Emily Henry which I'd been meaning to get around to. And I didn't know if it would be, you know, too lightweight or whatever. It was perfect. It was the most enjoyable book. It was a true rom-com that was very much being meta about romance. It was delightful. So book lovers, if you're looking for something just to transport you and be truly a pleasure to read, can highly recommend that. And I just wrote and wrote and wrote and and then on the fourth night when I was getting cranky that I wasn't home with my wife and with my puppy, I finally turned on the television. She had Netflix on the television. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to watch TV. I don't do social media. I don't look at my phone when I'm doing these things, except to talk to friends on, you know, apps, you know, communication apps, my sisters and la la. But um, I just was kind of losing it and I needed a movie. And I watched the Greta Gerwig Little Women, I think for the third time. I saw it twice in the theater. And what a movie for writers. I just love that movie. I love that adaptation. I love everything about it. And it was storming that night with thunder and lightning and watching Little Women with a candle on made me wildly kind of almost frantic with joy. And uh, this, I can't, I'm going to try to write about it and explain it, but this this bittersweet feeling of how can I be here? How did I get here? How am I lucky enough and privileged enough to be here? How is that okay? I had some guilt about it. I had some grief about uh, just, I don't know, maybe the fact that um, I was there, but my loved ones weren't. It was just kind of a beautiful melange of many, many, many feelings, uh, which I did soak away in the hot tub. So the hot tub that was right there. So that was great too. But yeah, I like to go on these solo writing retreats to feel the feelings and to think the thoughts and rejigger the plans. I have rejiggered plans again for writing, which is what I do. I decide what I want. I decide how to get there. I really do try to do this on a quarterly basis. And I look forward to the next three or four months what's going to happen in them. And I have a plan of action for April, May, and June. 
and possibly July. And I think my next trip is scheduled for the end of July because I, before I even leave on the one I'm going to, I schedule the next one. That is super important for me as a human being to, um, to be able to do that. And I'm very, very grateful and lucky that I get to do that. So that was wonderful. And I'm very glad to be home and being with this puppy and the training, uh, which is going to be a challenge, but fantastic. Okay. I'm going to, um, thank Elizabeth Mizula, uh, beautiful name. I'm probably not saying it right, but thank you for joining my Patreon. And for you, I wish the sun on top of your head and on your shoulders that warms you and makes you feel like a daffodil reaching for the clear blue sky. I wish that sense of ease and peace for you, Elizabeth, and for all my patrons who are supporting me. It means the world. You can always look at that over at patreon.com slash Rachel. And now let's jump into the interview with my dear friend, Jay. You're going to love this. It was so good to catch up with him. I wish you, my friend, happy writing. And here we go. Hello, metal. Oh, hello, pedal. <laughs> How you doing? I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Look at your hair. I know. It's really long, eh? And I nice. may have given it a little bit of a rock and roll cut last night. Yeah, in, in you're the- kind of getting a little <laughs> badass there, you know? <laughs> finally. Finally. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How are you doing? It's been so long since we talked. I cannot even remember the last we talked. Do you remember? I, I don't. I mean, I know we, I thought we talked between the, our last update episode, but I don't remember. And then I did forgot to look at when the last update episode <laughs> even was. <laughs> I want to say it was not that long after we moved into our apartment on the other side of Wellington. So maybe, could it have been like a year ago? Yeah, that sounds about that right. About right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I check in with you every once in a while. I ca- catch some of your podcasts. I'm always behind, but now you have a new one, of course. Everybody <laughs> take a drink because Jay has a new podcast. Tell us a little bit about so that do if you, you. don't mind. <laughs> yeah, so do you since last time <laughs> we talked. That's true, I do. <laughs> Although I've done nothing with that. Like I don't have to do anything fancy with it. But what's y- what's yours? Yeah, yeah, same. Uh you know, I, I guess a little backstory is um, I left Writers Inc. Um, in January, as we're recording this in March of 2023, and and there's like there's no drama. Uh, you know, I'm still uh, still buddies with JD, but Zach and I both left. Uh, I had gotten to the point in where uh, the interviews were just becoming a lot of work, mm. and I wasn't enjoying it anymore. Mm. You know, it was between like reading the book and preparing and conducting the interview. You know, it was like five, ten, twelve hours a week. Oh and no, that's not okay. Like, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I and I enjoyed it for a long time. I mean, I think I did hundred and fifty some interviews, and and it was fine. Wow. But then I I just I went to the guys. And I'm like, I'm kind of burnt out on on doing these interviews. Like I, they're wonderful people, and I really enjoyed it. But like every week, all you know, and and so. Um, you know, I had suggested maybe maybe we just pull the plug on the podcast, and JD like really didn't want to do that, and I was like, okay, that's fine, but I'm not doing the interviews anymore. <laughs> so, someone had the idea of, well, why don't we get a new, uh, we'll add a host, and that host can can do the interviews, and I was like, okay, that's cool, that's definitely cool. So I reached out to my buddy Christine Degla and like worked with her and got her on board, and she started doing the interviews and did that for about a month or so, and then I was like. 
I'm not digging the podcast anymore at all. <laughs> like it was like it was the opposite. I was I was even more disengaged when I wasn't right. doing the interviews. Yeah, you know? that makes sense. And so I said, like, listen, I I have to be honest. Like, it's not fair to the listeners. It, you know, it's not fair to you guys. I'm going through the motions. Like, and JD wanted me to stick around for a few more months, and I'm like, I I can't. I can't do that. Like, it's. I'm yeah. like, I can stick around for a few more weeks, but like, I can't, I can't just keep showing well, up and like, you and I have always been in. pretty good about knowing when to fold them. And yeah. I, have, I have to give you credit because like Sasha Black told me about the book quit, but then she said she heard about it from Joanna Penn and Joanna Penn told me that she heard about <laughs> it from you. So we all read the book quit by Annie Duke because yeah. of you. And I really freaking love that book it reminds us that, yeah that quit is the opposite side of the coin of grit and we need both mm-hmm. we absolutely have to have both and yep. quitting is so often such a good thing to do it is and i've quit so much and and you know that yeah. that podcast was one but like it's that book is so great because it's not only about quitting things it's how to start them yeah like you you know like the kill criteria thing yes. like i love the kill criteria world, right so like the so the new podcast so, so Zach and I got together with our buddy uh, T W Piper Brook and we decided to do a buddy podcast. So we're, you know we're three writers, but like, and sometimes we talk about writing. Most of the time we're making fun of each other or we're telling stupid stories or jokes, and like all of us were like, let's just have fun with this. We don't care what happens with it, but we set up kill criteria, and, and so like the rules are that like there's no guests. Mm. Um, uh, if one of us can't record, we don't record. Um, and the first time, the first person who says I'm done, I've had enough. We end the podcast. Oh, I love that. Find someone else. We don't go with two people. It's like, it's the three of us or it's nothing. And there is one little wrinkle to that, which is if one of us dies, the other two have to come back for one episode to make fun of the guy that died. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I hate that rule. And I also love Isn't it. Isn't that and, awful? And respect it. Oh, that's so yeah. good. That's yeah. so awesome. What else might you be using kill criteria in your life for? Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, almost everything now. Like, uh, yeah. I have, um, I've been working on a, on a mainstream, I, I keep saying thriller, it's more of a mystery, but I've been working on like a mainstream thriller mystery book mm-hmm. and and it's done, and like I'm, I'm going to be publishing that at some point um, yeah. this year. I'm still trying to figure that out. But I, before I started, I was like, okay, I need a kill criteria, like, because um, yeah, this is like my my last really good shot at writing super commercialized, like mainstream fiction. Like, if this doesn't sell, I'll still write the rest of my life, but I'm not going to like get on the hamster wheel anymore for it. You know, I'll just write things that I, I enjoy. Um, but the kill criteria is going to be like um, it's going to be sales on book one or or page reads and like I don't know what the number is but there's going to be a number right and it'll yeah. be like okay yeah, yeah. if I don't get X number of sales by this date then I'm done oh but if I do then I'll write book two and that like it's so it takes such the weight off your shoulders you know like you're yes. just because there's no guessing it's not a gut feel it's not emotional. It's not like, well, do I really want to write this? It's like, no, if I hit this number, I write it. And if I don't, I don't. And I whatever happens, that. happens. I love that yeah. so, 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 so much. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the, um, the, uh, oh, the podcast, by the way, is called Men in Black Shirts. Because oh, yes. uh, that's basically who we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, but yeah, that that's the new podcast, and uh, I've been dipping in and out of um, of uh, what do you guys the hybrid name you guys call the it? Black call Heron. It? The, the black, the black heron. heron. So yes, we both have yes. black in our title, and we're both yes. wearing black shirts at the moment. Of course, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So the black heron is my once a month podcast with me and Sasha Black, where we just kind of talk about the state of the union, and um, it's super super fun. And neither of us started a new podcast for it. Like we both push it out on our separate podcasts, yeah. and um, and it goes to the patreons, Patreon subscribers of uh, both of us first. They get it a month in advance and that's and that's all that yeah. is and it's and it's super yeah. chill and lovely and we try to read a book yeah. and then if we don't read the book we're like oh well we didn't read the book you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> we haven't set up you any guys have good chemistry too we we do we do but like you know and it, it's all about the chemistry and i just heard yeah. from somebody um i was it this week or last week who said uh yeah i'm gonna i'm supporting you on patreon now because i'm I, I still miss you and Jay on the writer as well, and I guess I'll yes. do this. <laughs> So, and we always, always have that. So I love catching up with you here. So let's go back to your writing. Um, so you're writing this crime novel. But what if, okay, I'm going to push back because that's that's what I do. What if you write this crime novel? Great, sells, do does fine. But then you think of another wildly commercial idea. You could change your mind. You could, like... <laughs> write the book and say okay i'm going to try this one one more time like it doesn't have to be over forever no no and i don't um yeah i i think what i like what i would don't want to i hate i hate like the the paid ad stuff and the marketing stuff like i hate that you know i just i hate it and like i think what i need to know is i need to know that that i don't have to do that otherwise yeah. I don't want to write in that way. Like if that's what it that. takes, like if yeah. I have to spend like two hours a day on Amazon ads, then I just don't want to play that game. Right. Like I just don't, I'm not saying it doesn't work or I can't do it. I just don't, I, I like, I don't know. This is part, another part of the conversation. I feel like my, my entire life shifted post 50. I feel like I'm, there's so many things I let go of so many things I don't care about. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if you feel anything like that, but it, for me, I just feel like a tremendously different person. Yeah, me, me too. Now that you now that you? you say that, that might explain why I have very so many fewer fucks to give about, especially traditional publishing. I just don't yeah. care, and I have I I didn't I have not ever equated it with me turning fifty, which was like about six seven months ago. When was it for you? A little bit less, right? It'll be about two years ago. Two years. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But I. Now I'm just really committed to writing books that I want to write, that I love writing. And if they sell traditionally, great. And if they don't sell traditionally and I self-publish them, great. And if they don't sell, either way, I don't care. I just want to be able to write the books I want to write. And stepping off of that fear, worry, hamster wheel of trying to make it work. Yep. Um, And I I don't know if you have, like... You have always been you and you and Joe have always been like way ahead of the curve on all the AI stuff and and you know GPT and all of it. But but for me, thinking about how awesome all of that stuff is and how much it's going to help writers has also helped me release a lot of it. Just like there's going to be yeah. so much good writing out there that the only writing that I can bring to the table is my own best writing that I do in my own voice because I love it. But no one will ever be able to be me ever. Yep. 
And that's what I want. That's what I want people to want. And that's what I want to write. Yes. And that's yes. it, period. Yep. Yeah, we're in the same headspace. Like, yeah, I, as usual. I, I, I was saying to Zach, yeah, I was saying to Zach, <laughs> I'm like, because, you know, Zach's like in his late 30s, mid to late 30s. And I'm like, dude, I hated my 40s. I, I just felt like I was adrift. Like I was mm. lost. I was questioning things. Like I wasn't sure. I didn't, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And it just seemed, and I've heard this from a number of people like that. And I think there's some brain science around it. Like that there's a the crystallization that takes place once you get, once you turn 50. And I don't know. I just like, I love being this age now. And, and I have, yeah, I just don't give a fuck mu about much about anything. Like my friends and my family. And like, other than that, I just yeah. don't care. Yeah. So where does... Where does your writing now? What are you What are you most passionate about your writing right now at this moment? I'm not super passionate about my writing right now, and yeah. like I think Fair. like I can own that. Like yeah. yeah, you know, like I'm I'm really I've really recommitted to music, and I've been just doing a lot of of stuff around music. And again, like it's not making me any money, but like it's it's what I it's what I'm thinking about when I wake up like oh, I'm like, oh I get that hook on that song I gotta finish or I get that track I need to I need to tweak like and and so like my as far as uh like income goes like I'm I'm still coaching authors and then I have a plan at the end of 2023 I'm gonna do I'm gonna become more like a business coach so like an honorary quarter mm -hmm. kind of kind mm -hmm. of thing so there will always be writing involved in some way, you know, I'll always write fiction, but like I've, I've sort of done a slow pivot um, away from a lot of the, a lot of the hardcore rapid release stuff that I was, you know, either planning on doing or doing like 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah. I don't want a rapid release. Shit. Period. <laughs> Period. How's your teaching going? Great. I love it. I absolutely You're still doing the 90 days it. classes, right? I'm doing the 90 days classes and I do three months on, one month off. And um, it's so fabulous. And this is another shift this year that occurred within the last 12 months or so that like I'd always had a tiny bit of me that was like, well, you know, those who can do and those who can't teach. Mm. Um, and, and I just realized that's not true. Number one, I'm a good writer and I love writing and I always love writing above everything else. But number two, I'm a really good teacher. And that, yes. I was always trying to push it down and like, like, well, I should be making more money from writing than I am teaching. And that's, that's just bullshit. Like, I love no. doing it. It lights up every fiber of my being to watch people finally finish their books and publish their books and get them out in the world and go to readings and signings. And, and I've had students traditionally publish and self-publish and win mm. awards and and be in the library and it just makes me so 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 happy and i'm just embracing that as part of me and that is another yes. thing that i love to write about i love to write about the writing yep. and um and i'm currently writing on two books about writing one is 90 days to done which um whatever but the but the i'm working on a mindset book about writing because mm. i have stuff to say about that and Yes. How to make writing easier for those of us for whom it has always been difficult. And it's just so fun. It's so fun. And I have, have so you thought about much thanks to give you for that, because you're the one really who talked me into it. You, you and Mariah. Did it, though. Yeah. <laughs> have have you thought about uh going back and listening to any of the Writers Well episodes for your mindset book? No, I never have. I should do that, eh? 
I'll, I'll tell you why um, I'm mentioning it. Um, part of what I'm doing for my business coaching is uh, I'm, I'm doing a, like a, a limited edition podcast um, where I'm. Of course you are. I'm, I'm showing the journey, <laughs> right? Yeah, and and it's it's going to be comprised of audio snips from the 1,200 episodes I've recorded. You know, and I wow. got to tell you. Um, most of the content is coming from our podcast. That's because we went conversations, deep. We did. We went deep and it wasn't, it was, it was a lot of mindset stuff. It wasn't mm -hmm. necessary. I mean, we were writers, but it wasn't necessarily related to writing. Like it could be creative work or, or business work. And the conversations are so good. And I'm like I'm literally going through it like now and re-listening to some of those conversations. And I'm like, wow, these were really good. Oh, I love that. Maybe I will do something like that someday. That's you just never know. Like you could get like a, you know, a transcript of a, you know, 10 minute segment of a conversation because yeah. we hit so many of the topics around mindset. Yeah, that is a fabulous idea. And I wonder how I have changed. I know that I have changed around my embracing this idea of one of my main gifts in life is, is teaching. Yeah, And it's the one thing, my wife always says the one thing that I always said that I would never do when we met is I, would, I said I would never, I'll never teach. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. You That's said my, that? Oh yeah, very, very clearly. Because I, oh, wow. I had taught right out of grad school and I'd hated doing it. I'd been teaching like at an mm -hmm. arts college for students who wanted to be artists and never touch English. And I just, I hated that experience and I felt really small and I didn't know what I was doing and I was 25 and um, yeah. and yeah, so it's, I love it. I love it. Uh, so it's great. So that's good. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and wait, so are you still doing the podcast with Chris too? No. Okay. So the only podcast I'm doing right now is with uh, is with uh, Tyler and Zach. That must be just like you don't have to think about it. You just roll up. It it really is. I mean, we uh, you know, it's like it's like meeting at the bar or something, or you know, having having a night out, and and we we have a little bit of structure to it, but um, very very little and you know just enough so that we we're not like staring at the wall trying to figure out what to do yeah. but like yeah it's just basically show up and 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 tyler like tyler goes and writes jingles and like he writes parody songs and so there's all kind of nonsense and you know it's just fun you know uh. it's just it's just a lot of fun and like i like that's another thing like i i've really moved away from a lot of the like the myers-briggs and the um the enneagram stuff um, I, I still believe in it, but like, I think I'm coming to realize that I, I was probably limiting myself in a number of ways. Like mm. you get into a situation and my immediate response is, well, I'm an INTJ. I can't do that. Or like, oh, that's not going to work for me. And you know, that kind of, that kind of neglects the idea that like you can still grow and learn as you get mm. older and you can still change and you can still evolve. And, and so, um, you know, I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm quite like I. I think I'm not necessarily as as introverted as I once was, and and I'm seeking out more social connection. Wow. more so than I ever had. That's so um, interesting. You know? And I have gone the other yeah. way. I used to be more extrovert. No way. I, I, I used to be an ENFJ, and the last time I tested, I was an INFJ, and I feel oh, wow. it. I the like the every year that is added to my person, I need more time alone, like more time than I have ever needed alone. And I think maybe well, the that's pandemic a big just letter to change, right? That. What's that? 
I said, that's a big letter to change, that first letter from an I to an E to an I. (laughs) A huge letter. And I'm probably closer to the A, ambivert, on either side. But but, um, the fact that I think think it just has to do a lot about thinking about energy and watching what happens to my energy every time I do anything. Uh, For a few months, I was tracking, like, I was giving a number point to I would do something I would do anything I would I would do email I would teach a class I would do a podcast and then I would write down like on a number scale how I felt energy wise and I was Mm. watching the dips and the biggest dips that I always took were after I connected with somebody however that's not a bad thing at all that is just me knowing that there is a cost to what I want to spend the bulk of my time doing and spending it with other people, people that I care about is always going to be the most important thing to me. And I have to have some kind of plan on how to be alone and refuel after that. And that's something I never allowed myself to do before. I would just power through from one thing to another. And now I'm like, oh, I have done that. Now I need to go get in the bed and read a book for an hour. That's that's (laughs) what I have to do. And I'm going to come out of this fine and calm and not overwhelmed. And so, yeah, learning these things about us is, is so, so great. And I love that you're rejecting the labels. Fuck the labels. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I still need to recover. Um, and I still hit a wall where if I'm out somewhere, I'm like, okay, I'm done, I'm leaving, you know. But like, I don't, I don't automatically throw up my defense, my letters up as a defense, and, yes. and you know, uh, but uh, you know, the other the other big thing since we talked, you're a homeowner in New Zealand now. <laughs> Congratulations! It's freakish. It is. It's so weird. It's so, so, so weird. So we've been here for all, I guess, I guess, uh, like, I don't know, like 20 months or something like that. And it was just at, in December, we decided to see what it would take to be approved for a home loan. And we just never thought we would do it because Lala is still unemployed. And we thought the bank would tell us no and here's why. And then we could work toward it. And they mm. said yes. And then like 13 days later, we owned a home. Like it just <laughs> moves so fast. We couldn't move into it for another month because we owned the home and then all of New Zealand shuts down for one month in, in um, at the holidays at Christmas for oh. summer. And like our we had to have a solicitor to move the money, but the solicitor was off for a month. Like everybody was off. So we owned this home but couldn't do anything except pack, which was perfect. But it's been wild. And it's a, it's a short-term mortgage, you know, 15-year mortgage. So at a high rate, which makes me nervous, but then we'll be able to pay it <laughs> off and still be... Not, you know, in our 80s and 90s, and it's a beautiful home, and I'm just looking, like, out into this garden that goes up behind the house, and it's in this gorgeous little village in Wellington, which is the one town in New Zealand that we wanted to live in, and we didn't think we could afford it, Um, and we can, and we are. And it's <laughs> lovely. We just had our first house guest come from the States and she was with us for about 10 days. And she was she was like the perfect house guest because she was one of those people, you know when you walk around something that you really love and you imagine showing it to somebody you care about and they really, really yeah. get it? She was that person. Yes. Like we would show her, oh, look yeah. at those birds. And she said, what's, what's the bird's name? Where do they live? <laughs> what do they do? So um, it's, just, it's just been, and we both love living here. We had our first um, party. Two week, oh, uh, two wow. weekends ago, we had a housewarming that I insisted on throwing uh, when our friend was here, and then I regretted it. Of course, as soon as the, the closer the date got, I was like, "Why am I doing this?" <laughs> but then there was this point at which the whole house and the backyard was full of people that we have made true friendships with, um, just filling the house and really, really being 
awesome and kind and there were yeah. kids running around and dogs that weren't our we don't have a dog yet but that's coming soon um <laughs> dogs you know running around the hill like we literally bought this house so we can get a dog and two kittens so <laughs> but yeah it was the right choice to move here and mm. and it was so terrifying it's yeah the top probably the the scariest thing i've ever done in my life was wow. sell the house and move and you were doing something very similar at the same time now where are you living now you're still in the same place yeah still in the same place yeah. um for about um well about 12 more months and, uh, and then, then then we'll see uh you know youngest daughter is going to be uh heading off to college most likely she might want to go to college in Italy, in Venice. Uh, so oh, I don't know. We'll see. My favorite city, my second favorite <laughs> yes. city in the world. Oh my gosh! To yeah. do to do what? Um, in, well, in school. She's a writer and a poet and a musician right now. So oh, Venice would be perfect. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, yeah, but when she goes, we'll be empty nesters. And uh, Joy has a job now that's remote, hundred percent remote. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we've talked about a number of things. We talked about maybe buying an RV and, and, yeah. uh, spending a year in North America, just exploring. Yeah. We talked about going overseas. I talked about maybe teaching part-time at like an American school, uh, somewhere. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, there are so you know, many it, options. The only thing there are, there are, I mean, the, the big thing was selling our house in, uh, in 2021, like that's. That was a big deal because that was, uh, you know, a big responsibility that could that could have held us here. But uh, we timed that right, and, and and we got hit that market when it was hot, and uh, we both yeah, did that. So that was, yeah. I mean, good good job, us. That is that is the thing about buying this home here is that we had that like year and a half of, um, for the very first time in my whole life, like I was fully digitally able to work anywhere we could have we could have left new zealand and moved to mexico or peru or um and we had a chunk of change in the bank which we've never mm -hmm. had before right so we felt very it felt so freeing and now we have none of that money in the bank it's all in the house <laughs> <laughs> and i owe the bank money so so that was another stressor so like when we first moved to new zealand i just kept waking up at two in the morning going what the fuck did we just do and while we were buying the house i was like oh my god what are we doing <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> But, you know, we could sell it. We could, you know, all of those things. But no no plans for that. And yeah. It's, it's just Wonderful. good. We have, like, walked yeah. our way into lives that we wanted, haven't we? And that was, like, yeah. that's what yeah. we wanted to do when we first started talking so long ago. Yeah, we, we had conversations, <laughs> you know, shortly after you went full-time and as I was going full-time and, yeah. like, you know, listening to those five or six years later, I was like, wow, it's kind of crazy. Like, I don't think either of us could have imagined we'd be where we are right now back then. No, I just got a uh, one of those things that you get on your phone where my, my photos are backed up to Google. So Google will send me like, this is your day five years ago. And I was in Barcelona. And I remember that I was in Barcelona and I was sober. Like, it was my first two weeks of being sober. And I was in Barcelona <laughs> alone. And I just had this thought, like, how much has happened in five freaking years yeah but it never feels like i'm doing too much it's just time time moves yeah you know so what yeah, are you sure. most excited about moving forward moving forward i am excited to watch my children blossom into young adults Aww. and uh and at the same time to um 
change that energy and no longer be like the um, have have more of a friend energy than a parent energy because mm-hmm. when they get when they're seventeen and twenty, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna do what the hell they're gonna do, you know, like yeah, uh, you know. But like it's um it's great. Like Joy and I, you know, we're spending more time together now, and and I feel like a sense of accomplishment. Like that was a um, a phase of my life that I committed um, willingly, but sacrificed a lot, and like that's kind of coming to an end. And I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just generally very optimistic about about life and um i'm I'm enjoying the hell out of my 50s i really am i love hearing that yeah 40s were rough on me i remember even just like the start of 40 i was like i don't want to i don't want to do this and it was rough in many ways um and the 50s just feel freaking great i was terrified of them but they're just they're awesome what are you look so um same question you what are you what are you looking forward to what's uh what's on the horizon what are you excited about i am looking forward to to uh, I am predictable this way, but I'm looking forward to getting some books out. It has been a while since I actually got some books out the door. I've been writing so many of them, and I just have them yeah. all like circling the airport in different ways. And I just want to land all the planes and <laughs> and because I really, I mean, money, yes, yeah, sure, give me money, but um, but I really, you know me, I like the, I like all the little stuff that goes behind it, the the all the stuff that you have to do. And like you, I don't, I do not want to do ads if I can get away with not doing ads, but um. Oh, you know, and I was, I have, this is not official yet, but I had, a, I had one of those, those chats with our, with our friend Joe, and I may be thinking about doing a Kickstarter for um, a couple, oh, yeah. couple, three of these books and a little package deal. So I don't, oh, nice. I don't know, yeah. kicking, kicking that idea <laughs> around, but I need to land some of these planes. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm just really excited that I've worked my way into a life that can support me writing just what I want. Fabulous. Um, and I want to I want to plan something else with Lala soon because we had this big hike mm. that we did this big five day hike that we uh, that we did in December and then suddenly we were buying a house and now <laughs> I feel like we're both starting to take a breath and like oh my god so we were training for months six months for this for this five day hike and then we bought a house and now it's been a couple months like we've been in the house for one month I have six more boxes left to unpack it that's it and I want to choose <laughs> a new goal to work toward. Uh, Cause I like, I like that kind of, I like that kind of couple goal. Otherwise we just, yeah. like, you know, walk around the house and could like, well, did you do the dishes? It's, mine. it's your turn for the yeah. dishes. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Right. I want to keep, keep this kind of, you know, generative excitement. And I don't, I don't talk about this with many people. And, um, but like, I know, I know that she needs to find a job probably, but I would love it if she, I would, I would love it if I made enough money that she wouldn't have to, or if she could find a job that wasn't. Mm high stress super low stress doing exactly what she loves i don't want to you know she's 54 i get to do the job of my dreams why do i want to throw her back into that melee if we can tighten the belt keep doing what i'm doing that would be that would be ideal yeah that's wonderful i think she should start (laughs) it i think she should start a dog doggy daycare at the house and then when i would look out i would just see dogs Dogs running around. There you go. <laughs> that would work. <laughs> yeah. So continuing to move oh. forward and spending time with family and friends. And taking Wonderful. care of myself after yes. they leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I love you, man. I miss you. It's really, really I know. nice I to love catch you up too, with you. I miss you. And it certainly is. And hopefully this will be a nice surprise on people's feeds if they're still yes. subscribed. 
Yes, and I'm going to yeah. push it out on my. Uh, I'm going to push it out on. How do you write if you don't mind to? Uh, so oh, cool. Go, yeah, go, absolutely. Go both absolutely. Yeah. Yay! All right. All right. Talk <laughs> soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of How Do You Write. You can reach me on Twitter, Rachel Heron, or at my website, rachelheron.com. You can also support me on Patreon and get essays on living your creative life for as little as a buck an essay at patreon.com slash Rachel, spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And do sign up for my free weekly newsletter of encouragement to writers at rachelheron.com slash write. Now go to your desk and create your own process. Get to writing, my friends. <laughs>